Hello, my beautiful friends. My name is Bryn Wise, and you are listening to the Grace Mama Grace podcast. I am a mom who struggles with mom guilt, and I am working tirelessly to overcome it. It is my mission to help you remember that you are enough, exactly the way you are. You are the mother your children need, and you are perfect as a mother just because you love your kids. Let's do this. Hey, 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 my beautiful friends. Okay, you guys, I'm so stoked to chat about this today. This is actually something that is like one of my favorite things to talk about, which is kind of weird because other people might like, what, what, like why? (laughs) Right. So I'm actually serving right now in the primary in my church. So meaning I get to hang out with all the little people every day, not every day, every Sunday, right? And primary ranges in age from three all the way up to 11. And sometimes we get to mingle with a cute 18 month old to three year old people as well. And when we were meeting as a presidency, we were just kind of talking about like, what strengths do we have that we can really bring and and things that we can help share with the people that we serve. And I was like, well, actually, <laughs> uh, this is one of my strengths that I actually really freaking love this stuff. So if there's any management issues or like helping kids really listen, I would love to talk about this. And I've sprinkled a lot of these things throughout my podcasts, right? Like there's a podcast episode called like the greatest parenting hack, which is a thousand percent something that I'm going to also reference here today. But this is just going to be like a comprehensive episode of if you're really struggling to have kids who actually freaking listen to you, no matter how old they are, whether they're one or three or five or 10 or 12 or 18 or whatever, these things will be applicable to helping your kiddos listen to you better. Okay. But with that said, a lot of this is all on you. Okay. So it's, it's really not the kid's responsibility (laughs) to listen to you. It's your responsibility to reinforce these things that I'm about to teach you. Okay. So if you have access to it, grab a pen, grab a paper, and just take brief little notes, write the notes in your phone or whatever, come back and re-listen to this or just jot down the things that you remember when you're done listening to this. But seriously, if you can really remember this, I literally, all my people who I taught this to, they were like, uh, will you like, please put that in a, in a printout. And I actually do have a printout of this. So if you're like, I don't want to take notes, but if you'll email me the printout, like that would be freaking awesome. And then it's just like literally a one page paper that I can email to you. You can print out and have it on your fridge (laughs) to remind you of it all the freaking time. Okay. So if you do want this email to you, uh, just find me on social media at Bryn Wise and just say like, Hey, I listened to your podcast episode this week. Please send me the management tools handout. I would love to have that. Okay. So, and I will totally, totally send that to you. Okay. So without any further ado, let's jump right in. Okay. So above all else, my greatest tip for you, for helping your kiddos, no matter how old they are, listen to you better (laughs) is number one, seek 
to have the spirit with you because our father in heaven knows these kids way better than we do. They were his first and he will fill our hearts and minds with ideas that, whoa, like where in the heck did that come from? Right. Or the things that I'm about to teach you, he'll bring them to your memory in the moment that you need them and help you feel prompted as to which one to use per the situation that you're handling and dealing with in this very moment, in this very second. So above all else, really truly try to have the spirit with you in your life. And that is not a be perfect because if you're not, then the Holy ghost will not want to live with you in your heart. Right. It's just, just try, just try your best to be someone who is kind, to be someone who is loving, to be someone who turns to God in prayer as often as you can to be someone who tries your best to read your scriptures and see what whether or not you're the same religion as me, right? Just do your best to be a kind person, to try to live like the Savior lived, to do your best to say your prayers, read your scriptures, listen to uplifting music, say kind things about yourself and others. Don't gossip, right? Like all try to refrain from getting super angry, like right? Like those little things that just help you to have a peaceful, happy, calm, contented spirit also help to invite the spirit of God into your life. Okay. So above all else, try to be worthy of that spirit so that you can have God's influence in your heart, in your brain, in your mind all the time, right? As often as possible. And (laughs) I'll be the first to admit, I am not always worthy of the spirit. You guys, like I get angry and frustrated and stressed way more than I should. But when I really try to start my day with prayer and scripture study, and there's actually this app called come follow me app. And it, whether or not you're the same religion as me, it is applicable and it is so good there. It's, it's similar to like Instagram stories where you just like tap through and it has a scripture of the day. There's a little like two to three minute video of someone from all over the world, all different religions teaching you about the context of this verse. And this, this year we're studying more about the old Testament and, in the King James version of the Bible, it's been so good. And then there's just like little commitments of like, this is what I can do to implement this into my life or, and then there's a way to like go deeper with the study. If you have extra time, or you can just keep tapping through if you don't have extra time and it has been so, so, so good. So again, that's the come follow me app, the graphic, I have an iPhone, so I don't know if it looks different on a droid, but, um, the graphic for the come follow me app. It's a white box with a yellow circle and it has like a little sunrise or sunset, but it's all yellow. Okay. So definitely suggest that if you're like a busy mama who like, just, I don't have time to sit down and read my scriptures the way I want to. And I just feel like a complete and utter failure when it comes to my scripture study. Okay. Me too, girlfriend, me too. So download that app because I've been using it for about a month now and it has made all the difference. Okay. So that was a random side tangent. I'm not affiliated with them at all. Just a really great app that I love. Okay. So above all else, seek to have the spirit with you. That's tip number one. Okay. Tip number two, the best 
way to have kids who listen to you is to listen to them also. Okay. One of my favorite quotes, and if you've been a listener for (laughs) the past year and a half almost, you have heard me say this so many times, but it truly is probably my favorite quote of all time. And that is people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. Okay. And Teddy Roosevelt was the one who said that, but that is so true. If you really want your kids to listen to you, you need to also listen to them. And as obnoxious as it is, that starts at the little stages, right? That starts when they're one, two, three, four, five years old and telling you these stories that are taking forever. (laughs) And you're just like, "Uh uh-huh, 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 uh-huh. Like, can you move? Can you tell it a little faster, please? Can you stop saying um a hundred times? Like, can you please just get on with the freaking story, right? But truly, those moments are building that foundation of my mom listens to me. And If you go back to the episode that I did with my mom, she shared a story about listening with your eyes and you guys, I could be so much better at this, but really, truly like not every time, but especially when you can tell that it's a story that's important, really trying to stop, stop what you're doing and listen with your eyes and bonus points. If you get down on their level, whether that's I'm sitting on the floor or sitting in a chair and they're sitting in my lap or they're standing up and I'm kneeling down so I can see them eye to eye, depending on how tall or short or little, whatever they are. But in those, excuse me, in those little moments, truly trying to listen with your eyes, even to the monotonous, boring stories that feel like they're going to take forever and have no point, right? Listen, listen, what they have to say matters. And I was watching Little Rascals a couple of weeks ago with my daughter. And it just like, it made me, it's just a little one-liner, but it, it just made me sick. Like, and I, hopefully that was the point of this line in the movie, but it's the part where the kids go to the bank, right? And they're like, the banker grumpy guy is like, what's your account number? And they're like, seven. And then try eight, right? Like, I love that movie so much. It's so funny, but he's. Spanky says like, you can't treat this, excuse me, let me try that again. Spanky's like, you can't treat people this way, mister, right? And the banker's like, you're not people, you're kids. And that part, like, oh, I just want to punch that guy in the face. They are people. They are people. Are they kids? Absolutely. Are they trying to get a bank account? And they're being very silly by dressing up and stacking on top of each other. And my account number is seven. Yes, but they are people. They are humans with needs and feelings and desires and wishes. And the more you plant in them at a very early age that they are worth listening to, the more they will share when they are teenagers. Okay. And the more you listen to them, 
they will then reciprocate that and they will listen to you. And obviously that's not like black and white. It's not always true, right? There will definitely be those moments where they're not going to listen to you. And I'll keep sharing a couple of other tips and thoughts and ideas about that when they're not listening to you. But this is the foundation, right? If you want them to listen to you, listen to them. Okay. Okay. All right. Moving on. Tip number three. And this was what the podcast, the greatest parenting hack was all about. Okay. But it's really, truly to follow through with what you say. If you tell them, all right, you better eat all your vegetables or I'm not going to give you a cookie. Okay. You better follow through with that. That seems like simple and trivial, but if they only have a bite or two of their vegetables and you still give in and let them have a cookie, guess what they just learned? My mom doesn't mean what she says. My mom's just a little bit of a pushover, right? And so I can totally get away with eating one or two pieces of broccoli and I still get a cookie. So guess what I'm going to do for the rest of my life? I'm going to eat one or two pieces of broccoli and I'm still going to get my cookie, right? Or if you tell them at the grocery store when they're throwing a tantrum, stop throwing a tantrum or you're, or we're leaving, right? We're going to walk out of here and we're going to leave the grocery store right now if you don't stop, right? And they continue to throw a tantrum and you continue to just do your shopping through the grocery store. They just learned mom doesn't mean what she says. So I can continue to misbehave. I can continue to not listen to her and I will still get away with whatever it is that I'm trying to do, right? But, and this takes work and effort and energy, especially at the beginning. But the more you do it, the more you don't have to do it because they trust you, the more they actually trust what you're going to say. It does take two or three times in the grocery store of, okay, you're still throwing a tantrum. We're leaving and literally leaving your grocery cart, going and finding a worker and saying, I'm sorry, I'm unable to finish my groceries right now. We'll come back later. Will you please put this away for me? Right. Or whatever. And leaving, like literally leaving the store because that's what you said. Okay. So if you're not willing to follow through with what you said, then don't say it. Okay. Make sure that the quote unquote threats or consequences that you're, you're putting out there are something you're actually willing to follow through with. And if you're pregnant or tired or life or whatever gets too big, okay, then choose your battles choose your battles. There have absolutely been moments where I'm like, I legit don't have the energy to like fight with this right now. So guess what? I just don't say anything (laughs) and I just kind of ignore them, which is a strategy I'll get to in just a second. But if I have the energy to put the consequence out there, I have got to follow through with it. Because if I don't, they're going to learn that mom's a pushover. She doesn't mean what she says. And then they'll just walk all over you for the rest of (laughs) their lives. Right. But now when we go to the grocery store and I tell my kids, Hey, stop acting like this, or I'm not going to get you a candy at the end of this or whatever, or we're going to leave right now. They, they stop. They stop because they trust me. They trust my consequences because I follow through with them. And there have been plenty of times in our past that I have followed through with those consequences and they have learned no matter how much they cry, no matter how much they beg, no matter how, I'm sorry, mom, I won't do it again. No, 
you made your choice and now you have a consequence. Hopefully next time you can choose differently because I don't like giving you these consequences, right? I like to bless you with ba da 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 but you chose this way this time. So hopefully next time you can listen better and then I can bless you with the candy at the end of the grocery shopping trip or whatever it looks like, okay? But really truly stick, stick to your guns, no matter the amounts of crying, no matter the amounts of tantrums, no matter whatever, right? And again, the more you do this early on, the more they'll learn to trust you and then you don't have to do it because they'll just listen. (laughs) It really is like, That's like my favorite hack. That's why there's literally an entire episode dedicated to that. Okay. It actually works and it is like magical secret sauce. Okay. So again, if you haven't listened to that podcast episode, it's called the greatest parenting hack. It was in season one. Okay. So follow through, follow through with what you say. Okay. All right. Next tip is to highlight good behavior most kids when they're acting out, and they're not behaving the way you would hope they would, they're really, truly just, they want attention. They want attention. And if you're giving them that attention, even if it's negative attention, they'll continue to do it because guess what? You're finally paying attention to them or finally taking notice of them or finally giving them the time that they are just craving. Right. But if you highlight the good behavior and you praise up and down the street. Oh my goodness. I am so grateful. Da da da. Thank you for helping me clean up after dinner or thank you for putting away your toys. And I didn't even have to ask you, thank you for getting dressed for school. And I didn't even have to ask you a million times, right? Like if you truly highlight, it's so easy to fall into the like, okay, this kid is already dressed for school. (laughs) This kid is not. So I'm going to focus all my attention on the kid who's not because blah, right? And that kid probably just wants some attention, right? So, but if you don't give that kid attention and instead you are praising up and down the street, the kid who listened to you, the kid who got ready for school by themselves, guess what's going to be reinforced? The kid who got ready for school by themselves and who listened to you, right? And if you, if you just make a lot of the times, my oldest is this, the good listener. And my second oldest is the one who kind of tries to scrape by unnoticed and whatever, blah, blah, blah. Right. But if I just tell her very quickly, Alila, I'm going to be so proud of you if you can do it by yourself too. Right. And it's literally just one comment and guess what she does runs right up the stairs and starts getting ready for bed or runs right up the stairs and starts getting dressed for school. Okay. And she's three and she picks very interesting outfits that I would not have have picked for her, but that's okay. Right. That's part of independence as well. So anyways, highlight that good behavior because they really just want attention. And if you're praising up and down the street, the good behavior, guess what's going to be reinforced the good behavior. Right. So there you go. Okay. Next tip is to change our verbiage to telling our kiddos what to do instead of what not to do. It is very, very common in our culture and human nature to don't touch that. Don't, don't forget to tell your mom or don't forget your backpack or stop it. Stop running, you know, whatever type thing. You're telling them what not to do. 
don't do this. Don't do this. Don't do this. Don't forget that. Don't, 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 don't stop, 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 stop. Right. But we have to empower them with what to do instead. Okay. So for example, instead of saying, don't touch that, right. Tell them, put your hands over here because it's safe over here. Right. Or don't forget, blah, blah, blah. Remember, right? Remember your backpack. Remember to take your homework with you to school. Remember, blah, 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 because our, our brains literally don't understand the word don't. So when you say something like, don't forget your backpack, your brain hears, forget your backpack. And guess what happens? They forget their backpack, right? But if you instead change that to remember, then guess what? They, they will most likely remember. We're still human. We're not perfect, right? But chances are, a lot better that it's actually going to get remembered, right? And all of those types of things. Don't hit him. Keep your hands to yourself, sweetheart. Your hands are for hugging and loving and sharing, not for hitting, right? Or whatever. Tell them what to do instead of what not to do, because then they can focus their attention and energy on the right things instead of just okay, I know what I'm not supposed to do, but what am I supposed to do? Right. And I feel like, like, this is totally a side tangent, but that's one of the reasons that like diets don't freaking work (laughs) because it's all about don't, 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 right. Don't eat that. Don't look at that. Don't touch that. Don't smell that. Don't do this. Don't do this. Don't do this. Don't do this. But that's one of the reasons I like preach lifestyle change so freaking hard because it, it's that focus on what to do. What am I going to do for the rest of my life? What can I eat? What do I like to do for exercise? What amount of sleep do I thrive on, right? Like what do I need to do to feel my best throughout my life? Not just this don't, 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 right? So it, it's true for adults and kids, right? Let's focus on what to do instead of what not to do, okay? All right, next tip is one of my favorites, and that is to give choice, but no choice at the same time. And what I mean by that is, like, for example, if you're trying to encourage your kiddo to get their shoes on because it's time to go, right? You can totally say, all right, sweetheart, it is time to go. You can go get your shoes on or I can help you put your shoes on. What's your choice, right? And you're giving them a choice of, are they going to do it independently or are they going to do it with your help? But there really is no choice because they are going to get their shoes on. That's the, that's the final outcome, right? And that's what you want. You want them to get their freaking shoes on, but they get to choose. Are they going to do it independently or are they going to do it with your help? And it's the same thing for everything. And that's basically the like formula, quote unquote, for this whole choice, but no choice at the same time. I use this all the time. And the choices are always, are you going to do it independently or am I going to help you? But you're going to do it right? You're going to do it. And sometimes that's also even like, okay, with, with church, right? Maybe your kiddo doesn't want to go to church and you can totally say, you know, something along the lines of, all right, you can either go to church and 
come with us as a family, or you can stay home and not go to church, but this is going to be your consequence, right? And so that is not the whole formula of independent or together, right? Sometimes there are choices that, you know what, they do have a choice and it's, are you going to do this or are you not going to do this? But just know if you come, there's going to be a good consequence. And if you don't come, there's going to be a bad consequence, but you do get to choose. You do get to choose. And maybe it's not a bad consequence, but maybe like there, there needs to be repercussion in, in their choice. And then if it is something as simple as church, okay, find out why, why don't they want to go to church? Maybe they're being bullied. Maybe they don't have a friend. Maybe they don't feel like they belong. Maybe their shoes are too tight and they're super uncomfortable and they just need new shoes. Maybe they only wear the same two or three dresses and all of their friends have 10 dresses and they feel a little bit insecure around the same three dresses that they always wear. Maybe they're having a bad hair day. Maybe they don't feel good. Maybe blah, blah, blah. Like, so it's there, especially with stuff like that, it's not like a be all end all. Sometimes a conversation needs to be had, right? Okay. Why, why don't you want to get your shoes on for school? Why don't you want to go get your pajamas on? Why don't you want to blah, 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 blah. So again, that's when the spirit kicks in. And when you like, okay, no, like this is not a, I need to lay down the law moment. This is a, I need to listen moment. I need to have a conversation. I need to ask a question. I need to listen. Right. But sometimes it's literally just a, (laughs) you're just not listening because you're being a little bit of a turd. Okay. So you can do it by yourself or you can do it with my help. What's your choice. Okay. So again, back to that first one invite the spirit to be with you so that you can know what to use in that situation. Okay. Okay. And I was totally not planning on saying that. So I feel like even in saying that, that was one of those, like the spirit, like just whispered to my head, like, but make sure to say this also, because sometimes a question just needs to be asked. Right. So the more we can live by the spirit, the more we can do and say, and hopefully share the things that really make a big impact in other people's lives. Okay. All right. Next tip is to help them understand why there's this conference talk that I loved that this cute grandma shared a story about how she was going on a little date with her granddaughter, but she picked her up. I'm having. This cute grandma was going on a date with her granddaughter and she picked her up and her granddaughter would not stay buckled in her car seat. She had just recently learned how to unbuckle it. And so she would buckle her granddaughter in the car seat. She'd walk around to the driver's side. And by the time she got to the driver's side, her granddaughter had unbuckled herself and was high all up in her face, like in the driver's seat. Right. And so she would get out of the car and come back around, buckle her again and whatever. Right. And she was bribing her granddaughter, like nobody's business. Like, if you stay in your car seat, when we get to my house, we'll make cookies. If you stay in your car seat, when we get to my house, we'll play with Play-Doh. If you stay in your car seat, when we get to my house, we'll play dolls, right? Or whatever, right? (laughs) Like she was doing all these bribes and nothing was working. Nothing was working until finally the spirit spoke to her mind and said, teach her why, teach her why. 
Okay. So after like the third or fourth or fifth, or who knows how many times of her granddaughter unbuckling herself, and she's like really out of bribes and out of ideas, she just comes around and tells her, sweetheart, I love you. And buckles are to help us stay safe in the car. And we're going to drive to my house and I want you to be safe. If anything ever happened to you, I would be so sad. So please, sweetheart, please stay buckled in your car seat so we can drive safely to my house and do all the fun things that we have planned. Right. And then guess what? Her granddaughter stayed buckled. And as soon as they got to grandma's house, she definitely remembered all the other bribes about the cookies and the Play-Dohs and the dolls and all the things, right? So they were able to do all of those things as well. But it wasn't until she helped her understand why that her granddaughter finally listened. And I feel like this is something that, you know, kids, we joke about it as parents, like, oh yeah, they're in that why phase of why, 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 why? And sometimes it really is truly just so obnoxious. <laughs> But other times they really are genuinely curious and they just want to understand. And the more we can try to under like help them understand and explain it to the best of our abilities. And then you know what, if they stump us and they ask why again, and you genuinely don't know the answer to that, I love to just respond with, you know what, that's a fabulous question. I don't know the answer to that. Maybe we can look into it together. Or maybe we can ask dad when he comes home, if he knows the answer to that, or maybe we can call so-and-so or that's when we, Hey, Alexa, right? Like, and she helps us answer our questions, right? But truly helping them understand the why of what you're asking them to do and the deeper meaning behind it. And I totally feel like this is something that helps a three-year-old. And then it's also something that helps a teenager, right? And because there were so many times when my mom would like, you can't go to that party, blah, blah, blah. Then I'm like, why? Like you're ruining my life, right? But my mom was really good at helping me understand why. And you know what? I don't really know why, but the spirit is just telling me that it's not a good idea for you to go to that party. So how about let's do this at home instead? And so I would like, okay, fine, whatever. Right. But I mean, she, she told me, you know what? I really don't know why, but the spirit is just prompting me that blah, blah, blah. And was that annoying to me? Of course it was, but it was so much better than because I said so. Right. It was so much better than because I'm your mom. And that's what I say. Okay. Like just really, truly trying to help them understand the why behind it. Okay. All right. Last tip that I have before I, you know, wrap this up is if, if your child has special needs, it is so, so, so amazing. The amount of resources that we have nowadays to get help, right? There are so many things for everything from speech delays to social delays to autistic behaviors, to anger issues, to fine motor skills to large motor skills to whatever, right? Like kids on the move is an amazing, amazing tool and resource, right? And there are so many things out there and programs to help and help you understand your child better, right? 
So if your child does have specific and special needs, please reach out to those amazing resources. They have been created because they were probably parents too, who felt frustrated by the lack of resources. So they wanted to create that resource for others. Okay. So please don't feel like you're alone. There are people out there who know what you're going through and who can help you if you're willing to turn to them and ask for help so that you can understand the specific needs of your child and how they best respond to whatever it is that that they need, okay? And in my kindergarten class, I had kids with special needs in every single one of my classes. And a lot of the times, I really didn't need a lot of extra help with managing those cute kids. I don't know that I ever really did, honestly, because of these things that I shared with you here today. But if for some reason it's just not sticking, it's just not working, you're super frustrated, blah, 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 whatever it, whatever it is, please feel free to reach out and ask for more help, okay? And always, always, seriously, I love this stuff. I really do. So if you're like, Okay, I have this specific situation and I had no idea what to do in this situation. What would you have done? Like, please literally reach out to me on Instagram at Bryn Wise and just tell me, send a voice text, send a tech, written text, whatever, and just tell me about your situation. And I would love to like, oh my gosh, this is what I would have done in this situation. Okay, like I love this stuff. I love it so much. It seriously like makes me all happy, bubbly, giddy, giddy inside. I don't know why, but I do. I love it. Okay. And my kids really are good kids. They're good kids. And I'm sure there's people around me in my life that are like, Jinko Bajonkos, she is a strict mama. But not all the time, right? There are moments that I am. And there are moments where I don't have to be because they listen and they're respectful and they've learned to take me seriously. Okay. So please reach out if you like need help or ideas or you have questions about any of this. And again, I'll reiterate all the things real quick. Number one, and really truly the most important, seek to have the spirit with you in your life. Number two, remember that the best way to have a kid who listens to you is to listen to your kid. Okay. Number three, follow through with what you say. Number four, highlight their good behavior the most. Number five, make sure you're telling them what to do instead of what not to do. Number six, give choice, but really no choice at the same time, right? So that it's very clear what you want them to do. And again, whether it's independent or by, with my help, you will do this thing, right? Number seven, help them understand why. And then finally, if your kiddo has special needs, or any of these things are not working, please reach out for help. Whether that's a program or whatever, reaching out to me on social media, I would love to help, okay? I love you, my beautiful mama friends. I love you. And because I love you, I love your kiddos. And I know that you are doing wonderful and amazing things. So if anything from this podcast helped you today, please feel free to share it with your friends. Post about it on Instagram, do a little screen record of the 15 seconds that stood out to you the most, share this link with your friends, your family members, anybody who you know that needs it, 
because my greatest obstacle really is obscurity. I can only help the mamas who know about this message, right? And I need your help to get this message out there because it's something that I'm so super passionate about, but I only know so many people. You know people that I don't know, okay? And you know people's needs that I don't know. I'm doing my job by sitting in my closet and recording this today. But if you want to make a difference in the world too, share this message with the people that you know and love, okay? I freaking love you. I think the world of you. I'm giving you a big old hug from here in my closet and I'll see you next week. All right, you guys, that's it. Thank you for sticking around. If this message spoke to you today, please feel free to share it with someone you love. It would mean the world to me if you would leave this podcast a quick review from wherever you're listening from so that other mamas can find it too. Be sure to find me on Instagram so that we can be friends in real life. You can find me at Bryn Wise. Thank you for making the choice to become a mom. Thank you for loving your kids. Remember that you are doing better than you think you are. Remember to lean on your village. Remember, the biggest contribution you make in this world might not be something you do, but someone you raise. And always remember to give yourself grace.